Okay. Hey, man. What's up? We're at Alpine Horizon Festival. Uh, this is this is day number like zero. A thousand of our uh, racing calendar. It's been a lot of days. Uh, this is the first show we've recorded together in person in quite a while. <laughs> And I saw you three weeks ago, and I saw you two weeks ago before and that. Two weeks before that. And two weeks, and two before, weeks that, before that. And two weeks before that. So, Kevin, yeah. if you haven't been following the grid life schedule, it's uh, dumb. Kevin Brooks on the show, by yes, the way. Yes, I'm here just to hang and you were on the show back in lasagna. March. Uh, no, no, no. I still lived in Indiana at that time, yeah. which was more than No, no, no. I had him on the show. Didn't I have you on the show at? We had two. Uh, Remember, I don't think we ever did one in person. Years. I think it was always on the phone, to be honest. I thought we did one in person. No, it was two first years in ago. person. It was a while ago. <laughs> I thought maybe we did one at Willow Springs this year. No, we wanted... Oh, uh, you did the intro in the Viper. Oh, yes. And then so. you just used that audio, and we kind of did that like a last fun year? thing. I don't even know. It was Everything's a blur, yeah. I feel so, like, yeah. including uh, today uh, at this point. Three weeks ago, we were at Lime Rock. Two nope. weeks before that, we were at Mid-Ohio. Nice two-weekend break in between. Two weeks before that, we were at NJMP. Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks before that, we were at Gingerman. How do you Wow. You weren't there. You and then already. two weeks before that, we were at Audubon. And, and two weeks before that, we were at Midwest Festival. Yeah. And then... Two weeks before that, we were at Blackhawk. Yeah. Two weeks before that, we had Taco Track Day. Yeah. Two weeks before that, we were at N- NCM. Yeah. Two weeks before NCM. Three weeks before NCM, we were at... AMP. AMP? No. No, uh, Willow Springs. Willow Springs. And one week before Willow Springs, we're at AMP. <laughs> Three weeks before Willow Spr- AMP, we're at. Coda. Coda. That's the year. That is mad respect. Stupid. Wow. A lot of, lot, of, lot of dumb things. And I've probably only turned 40 laps all year. <laughs> so, anyway, how's your year been, Kevin? What you doing? Oh, God. So, you have a so fit. much. I do have a fit. You're running so, Sunday Cup. I am running Sunday Cup uh, this Talking weekend. Talking with our, driving for our hopefully new buddies in on grid. And I, uh, yep, I absolutely adore the fit. I bought it as a daily driver. I got, I want to say like a year or two ago. Second you know, like time, yeah. past couple of years, it's just been all kind Second of Second like, gen, right? what year is that? It's a 2012. Okay. Baller, uh, fancy status. Yeah, well, I got it to like daily drive. So I like okay. a nice one, a clean one. What um, do you do with the traction control? Just turn it off. Do you just hit the off button? Yeah. It still does things. No. It does on the ones that I drove today. Really? <laughs> yeah. Does it have the TP, uh, TPMS light on? Yes. That's the issue. Oh, really? If you have proper TPMS, it is, it Damn it. it's completely all off. So you have yeah. to have the sensor. It's actually kind of... Plus. So we, we have two fits here for filming purposes for something else that we can't talk about yet. But it's all the interruptions that it does, they're like pretty good interruptions. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave it. It's like fine. Well, I'm, I'm glad we, yeah. we have that system in it because my whole idea with the fit was to have... A bunch of people drive it. Okay. That was like my original plan with it. Right. And I did a couple of episodes on my YouTube. Uh, one of is live is Odie Bachis, right. former drift driver, driving that car. Yeah. And I was going to have a leaderboard and do all that other stuff. And I filmed Graham Downey. I drove it. Justin Taylor drove it. Uh, the guys from Onkid drove it. It was a blast, uh, but it was way too much work for one person to do. Yeah. By myself. Yeah. So while you're filming and all that. Yeah. yeah, it was just so long, long days. I still have some of the footage and I've been thinking about releasing it. What have you done to the car? So right now it just has fuel coilovers. Yeah. Um it has wet sport uh T C one oh five X wheels, Falcon R T six sixty tires, uh rear sway bar, turn down exhaust because yep. race car. For what? Right? Um, <laughs> for sound, <laughs> for yeah, extra sound. Turned down for something, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, we did do the shock tower. 
Oh, uh, got the camber mod, huh? We yeah, did do if the you chop, chop. Uh, if you do the camber mod, you don't need to hear about this next thing. But I talked with Devin at Fortunato, at mm-hmm. Lime Rock, and he said that their kit for the five hundreds or five tens or whatever they have, both of them, they're all the same. Um, yeah. That that camera kit that they have, four degrees, no cut in the shock towers. That's where it's at. That's pretty good. You know, it's very so good. You just take a step bit to the strut. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you're a dirt bag, and I mean, you only I mean, know we're how talking to move. about functionality here. <laughs> um, the the car was on the dyno earlier today. What did you make? So we had a bunch of bets, yeah. right? Like okay, how much power I, can, and can elevation. I? Yeah, please get in on you it. Know, you Not, know, can I get in on this? I'm saying ninety two. 96. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys are good. 94 was the first oh, run. Oh, dead in the middle. And then 92 yeah. and then 93. Oh. So we're a little bit low on power the first power to weight. We're like 28 they, to 1. Mine made, mine made 96 at Michigan, which is almost sea level. So okay. mine's a second gen also. But. Well, there is a correction algorithm, I think, on the dyno that he runs. Yeah. But I'm sure it's not well, 100% it's a, accurate. You, you can't, well, the, the WinPEP 8 software, actually, it's a weather station. So it corrects for altitude, humidity, all that stuff. Okay. It's pretty accurate. Okay, so it's, it makes sense. Yeah, like no, nine, sh- 94. Should be within a couple good. of horsepower tops. And I'm sure we lost horsepower with the da- turn down and we have stock exhaust. Maybe. We haven't done Maybe anything not. for power on that yeah. car. No, that's, that's You think that's you lost right. horsepower because you have a turn down on Sometimes. your open fit exhaust? I'll bet, I'll bet it's... It's got the cat still, so yeah, I don't the know. the cat on those things is up by the head. Oh, Abe's yeah, got sure. one of them, too. Yeah. I got a fit. Yeah, Abe's got the best cars. Really They're are. pretty practical. It's it's a good car. Um, yeah, the cat is up in the header. You got to like eliminate the header on that thing, which is literally just a pipe that bolts to the head. Yeah, you can't do that in California. Piece. You can't do that anywhere. I think you it's definitely stupid. can't do it in California. I don't think you should the, do it to anything. The first gen you can actually get like that's like a header. Like, yeah, four to tune one. Tune them like with Honda. Like it's a lot. You can tune these more. also. Yeah, with K tuner. Yeah. Um, I don't really know a whole lot of people that like K tuner. It's gonna run uh, to do. I know it's like a whatever you prefer. What you know. I'm just gonna run an OEM. Yeah, uh, I mean, we'll do, see tomorrow how so we do. Have you have you done the cruise down in diesel and just tap the gas? Have you ever done that? What do you mean? No. So have you like driven down the highway, get off the off ramp, leave it in gear, tap 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 as you diesel? What does it do? Makes big old burble tune bank pops. What the fit? Yes, your car will do it. I'm sure. Well, because the turn down is like fresh. Like, doesn't doesn't matter. But factory exhaust will do it. Really? Yeah. I've never you, done that. You got to leave it in leave it in gear, coast especially from a higher pan when it's hot. Leave it in gear, coast, and just go tap, 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 tap. And it'll go pop, 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 pop. And then you'll find yourself doing it every time you drive the car because <laughs> it's so fun. I have not done that. Yeah, I, d- I now, can't now stop to. doing it. <laughs> cool down laugh is going to be that right across the I straight. guarantee it'll you'll do hear it. it. Mine okay. did it. Uh, so my first, the first time I drove mine on track was at Road America last year for our championships. Got P4 with cut springs. I'm like, oh, I'm just factory shocks. Kevin, I told you he's a dirtbag. Dirt uh-huh. bag. Cut springs. I, I cut, cut springs one of coil off, and I'm like, oh, that looks pretty good. I mean, we cut did the shock towers, it? and we were very concerned. I, did, I actually didn't unibit out the McPherson strut. I just put a smaller bolt in the top and kicked her in, and I got about two degrees. It wasn't that bad. But um, I just cut the muffler off at the axle because it was, like, rattling inside. Like, the muffler was bad. So I just hacksawed it off at, a, like, a downward angle so it wouldn't melt the bumper. There you go. And that's where I found out about the touch the gas and blap, 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 mm. pop, pops. It's the okay. best. You should, you're going to do it. I'm it's gonna, definitely going to happen so tomorrow. For if a, I don't hear it on track, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> black flag. Black flag, Kevin, if he doesn't hear the pop, pop. So for yeah, about a year, checker, <laughs> I've been black saying black. to Adam that the entire grid life experience is essentially dirtbag F1. Do you think so, that that's accurate? So this is my first actual grid life like yeah. festival, like big event. You, when yeah, you, you've been you a Will, our Willow to, events. Yeah, yeah, West Coast. Like, yeah. it's great. Well, we don't have our typical dirtbag crowd at West Coast. It's yeah. not like this. 
What, what's all. your first impression of walking around right now? I mean, we're probably 80% in. So right now we're sitting in a taxi garage, like drift. Go-kart track? Go-kart track. In next to a drift RC yeah. track next to tech. Like, There's things to do. This is day yeah. one. Those Not taxi garage. Really day one, right? This taxi garage are pretty dope. I love They're little cars. electric carts that you I sit on. I have a regular non-modified yeah? one. Like That's I cool. get a modified one. I love it. So, but having all this stuff. And it's not even officially started yet. There's so I haven't many even been here. over to like the other area. There's so many people here right now. I'm There's really too many excited. drivers here. I'm stressed about that. How many? Do you, can you say? There's 76 drift drivers. 77 drift drivers. No way. That's yeah. a I told lot. Chris I wanted 50 tops, and he was like, "So, <laughs> yeah, so I gave you 70." Um, I'm stressed about that. This is my first time being a drift lead, so I have to be drift lead with with Colin, obviously. Um, but we have we sold a much lighter HPD field on purpose so that we can combine them into two run groups easily. We really only have like 25 HPD, which is kind of the saving grace. I think we have 80 time attack, and we have a big field of GLTC. We're pushing 30. We're in the high 20s, which is huge here. The biggest we've had here before, I think, is 17. Yep. Which makes for great racing. Great racing still. I wouldn't want 50 cars here. It would be a nightmare. Too tight. It wouldn't. It's work. a really small track. Um, but. 20, Not width-wise. Almost 20 cars last year was good GLTC racing, but 25, 26, and a bunch of the, like, basically all the heavy hitters, or a lot of them. It's a banger. It's going to be fun, dude. It's going to be fun to watch. Last year when uh, Swenson, Heidkotter, and Boyson, didn't they, like, cross start finish? One of them was backwards. One of them was in the pits, I think. Because they, like, almost all hit each other on, in the rain was on the that last fun? lap. I was in the rain on the last lap, like, to come out and, like, touched each other, and one of them was, like, in the grass backwards on the finish. It was wild. Do <laughs> you have any appetite for going wheel-to-wheel? Absolutely. I actually hold a it's NASA competition it's license. dumb. Don't do it. Don't um, do it. It's bad. It was just one of those things where Don't do it. it's I was bad. about to go all in. 2020 happened. Yeah. Yeah. Cooled off. And then uh, I mean, opportunities presented itself. Yeah. So I, I maintain that, that the, uh, the easy button has to be buying an HPD Civic. Those that, are 55 grand. TCA car? TCA yeah, car would that be easy, legal in TLTC? Yeah. Yeah, there's one here this weekend. No way. Yeah, there's TCA 55 grand for a factory-built, prepared race car. Yeah. Unless you really want to build yes. it. And if you want to build it yourself, I think the easiest button is buy the cheapest S2000 shell you can buy and clone an ASM car. Yep. If it's got a transmission, just buy the adapter kit, put a K24 in. Except the K-series. Yeah. Just keep that. Mm, I mean... We've had some F's win too, but the K's work really <laughs> good, dude. Uh, you're still an F series guy, right? I am. How's I your am. Uh, How's your uh, time attack S2000? It's going good after some bumps. Yeah, that may or may not have to do with a broken F series. Okay. We should bring that up. I um, mean, I knew about that. I was just asking how it went though, and I didn't know if you were going to talk about it. No, we can talk about we it. About I mean, ex- I vlogged the whole thing. Your exploded we're, rotor that you drove. Good. Oh my god! There drilled was... into the pavement and drove over and stuff. We talked it, about that. Did we talk about that? We did. Yeah, last yeah. year on the podcast. I, remember. Uh, I was installing a shower door while we recorded that. That's exa- you're one hundred percent right. Yeah. So after that car tried <laughs> to kill dumb. me a few times, now it's, it's seemingly a puppy dog. I'm getting it more dialed in. Yep. Uh, that at the Willow Springs event where mm-hmm. I won track mod both days, yep. the car was flawless. Yep. Um, still have the still have sequential on it. It does. What That's do you think great. about sequentials? I think that it's in for me personally in this car. So I don't. I don't my S two thousand isn't drive by wire. Right. So I have throttle cable. So I still have the heel toe. Okay. I have to like flip. I have to do a lot of footwork to use it. So I feel like it's not as good as people make it out to be. Right, right. You put a K in it, you wouldn't well. have to. Yeah. Well, you can put a drive by wire throttle by anything. You could. That's true. You can That's do true. an F series of late oh eight or 06 plus and do that as well. And people have. It's just, do I want to go down that rabbit hole for that one? It works. You could do an auto blipper too, couldn't you? 
Don't they no, make like don't they make cable. things with cables? M- maybe, but somebody I does. I think. It's not it doesn't really slow me down that much. I don't know it's just a lot it. of yeah. work. I know some um, people like didn't Pro Awesome retrofit one onto the pedal box? I believe that. I think they did. That makes sense, right? Those yeah. guys are pretty smart. Do that. Yeah. Um, when people have the pneumatic paddles and everything, I feel like that's where it gets serious. Right. It's a huge, you know, advantage right. over a traditional Does, automatic to or me, manual. See, it seems like the fun. Because I've got my little sports racer here. I'm selling it to a dude in California. And it's got a bike motor in it, right? So it's got a sequential. Yeah. But it doesn't have all the fancy stuff. Uh, so I just lift. Does it make the noises? Just lift and pull, but no clutch, which okay. is dope. Yeah, mine does that. Yeah. So that's the cool part. And, like, you lift and lift and blip to downshift, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But I think that's most of the cool. I think everybody with paddles, I think, is missing out on the true race car sequential experience. I 100% agree. <laughs> it's, it's, 100% like, it's so agree. cool to lift it look, like lift and pull. And well, and so I feel cool. like the throttle cable with the sequential is an experience. Right. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't trade that. Yeah. Much and I think, dude, I really think, like, when you boil down race cars and track events and, like, amateur racing in general, I think if you're not there for the experience first – I think you're missing out on like the, if, that needs experience. to be you're burnt out. Yeah, it's got to be have that drive. Yeah, your north star really needs to be man. I want to go have the best weekend ever, driving some cool stuff and having fun. So, I mean, I think a car like yours, like kind of like a simple engine management, just pull on that sequential yep. lever, like that's that's amateur race car nirvana right there. Yes, hundred percent. So. Yeah, I think like that's awesome. Yeah, and it's uh, remarkably easy to drive with the Wise Fab and three fifteens around yeah. all corners. Just so much mechanical grip. Right. Um, it's a fantastic car. What tires do you run on it normally? So AO 52s. Right. Um, okay. When I did the minute 45 like testing lap, I was on some Hoosier A7 takeoffs. Okay. Um, still going through a few issues on that lap. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I run whatever is available. Silly. Yeah, because AO 52s, you don't really want to burn them up nowadays with how hard they are to get. Yeah, and they're expensive, too. Um, they're like more than a Hoosier, aren't they? About the, almost the same exact yeah. price. I know Last some sizes. Checked, some sizes are higher. Yeah, the big yeah, sizes yeah. I think are even They're higher. around the same exact price. Yeah, that's and insane. They probably last not as long as an A7. Yeah, completely honest with you. Ugh. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. the heavier cars that you you use, the AO52. Why did you ban AO52s from GLTC last year? <laughs> that's just not going to work, guys. <laughs> um, the uh, the on grid wrap on your fit looks really good. It's um, amazing. That wrap is actually really special to me. Yeah. Because it's uh, so I knew the owner of Hot Laps. It's on grid Hot Lap yeah. collaboration. Yeah. Tell us about the the wrap and, and them and how you know those guys. Yeah. So I've known Jason and Han from Hot Lap for about God, I want to say like four years, five years since I started yeah. really into like grassroots okay. racing yeah. for Time Attack, and uh, just became friends. They're really great guys. We started iRacing racing together. Okay. And Jason, who's a very talented, he does all the UX for the app. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good-looking app. I don't know if you guys have had time to take a look at it, but it's, it's beautiful. Elegant, simple. So what is Hot Lap for listeners? So Hot Lap is a social media lap timer. Yep. So think of, like, you know, Harry's. I looked at it today when I saw it on your car. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a really neat app, but instead of just Harry's where you just have, like, your lap, you have a social media aspect where you have a profile, all your PDs, we have right. leaderboards, we have data. Okay. So you can actually compare if you want to make your data public. You don't have to. Right. You can make your data public and overlay like, hey, Kevin's, Kevin has this lap, uh, you know, a fast lap in an S2000. I want to see where he's faster. Okay. And there's a, a way to overlay their data with what mine. Can, what can you use it with? iPhone, Android. I mean, what uh, what laptop or software? So it's all its own thing. So oh, it it's uses, its own thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it uses yeah. the one hertz from your phone or okay. if you want better. Man, um, everybody's got cool laptop or things. 
uh, if you want better accuracy, you can use a Bluetooth 5 yeah. hertz or Bluetooth okay. 10 hertz. So it's, you don't have to use Harry's or AIM or whatever. You use them. Well, you can use, so when is this podcast coming out? I don't know. Probably tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Not tomorrow. Well, you know what? Better time than ever to release a little bit for the listeners, okay. maybe. We are doing uh, one of my big reasons. So I work with them now, full disclosure. Yeah. yeah. So I'm the director of products. Um, it's definitely a passion project for me. And uh, we, when they hired me on, I said, one thing we need is AIM support. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to have to choose between AIM or Hot Lab. Oh, we got a Fire Labs competitor. I don't love that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have, we have an AIM upload. Okay. So if you get all your laps on your AIM during the day, didn't have time to, you know, grab your phone, do hot right. lap. You can upload it to your profile from home okay. in that day, and we have a bunch of security checks to make sure it's the correct lap. Now I'm sure this day. doesn't pertain to you, but of the AIM users that I have seen in my life, mm-hmm. the fraction of them that review their data on their computer at the racetrack is probably less than ten percent. I'll bet it's less than ten. It is less than that. And yeah. I, I am the guy that actually pulls out the laptop. Well, and looks at uh, it. there ain't many though. Mugru does. Swenson does. Uh, Andy and the ASM people. Are you starting do. to see a pattern? Yeah, the people were fast. Yeah, it, it makes a big <laughs> difference. It makes a big difference. And I'm not saying they. I, in part, they are probably faster because they're oh. reviewing their data, but they are also committed to being faster, so they review their data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a signal too of how committed they are right. to the the craft. Yeah, you wouldn't say that the guy that never checked his tire pressures was serious. Exactly. It's just yeah. it's just the next step after you make the car work. You know? But we we get in such that flow like on track where you'll do the same lap within a tenth over and over and over again, and you'll never know where that extra second that that next guy has, yep. or even the second that's available unless you try new things and use data. Well, so you do wacky things. Like, full, oh, full disclosure: I'm not very good, but I have found when I'm on track, I. I'm not thinking a whole lot about trying new things. I feel like often I'm just kind of winging it with what feels right. right. That's not fast. No. But just no. But <laughs> like that's the that's sort of like where you're like fair to midland like me, you know, like we're fine. We're not slow. But we could probably be fast if we like tried new things and used it. Well, you guys are busy too. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but, but Abe was our like 2016 Street Mod champion, like season champion. Back when cars were slow. Back when like Street Mod cars was were like people were different. Put cars a were turbo different. on that Evo, bunch of suspension, 550 wheel, run that trap. You know, like right. that was what won Street Mod. Um, not anymore, you know. But uh, I today I did like five laps in one of those cars with Charlie chasing me, and then I let Charlie get around me, and I'm like, I'm gonna chase Charlie. I knew where I could get them, and I was, like, trying different stuff. Uh, the Sunday Cup car has made me try new things because, like... It's so slow. It's different. It's all about, like, where, how can I go wide open throttle longer? And, like, how can I conserve momentum longer and brake less? And, like, what's the line for this, like, turd race car? It's, and, <laughs> so you, and you don't want to overslide because it yeah, slows yeah. a lot. I've said this on the show before, but not to you. Um, okay. You have driven... Really high power cars. Yeah, Torco. And you've and driven stuff, yeah. the 765 fit. LT. Like, I've driven yeah, yeah. Quite, quite an array of um, cars. The difference between a high horsepower, high potential car on a racetrack, when you go into a brake zone, you're probably thinking, oh shit, I have to slow down a lot to make sure I don't crash. Yeah. And when you go into a hard brake zone and a fit, you're like, do I have to hit the brakes? Does that ABS actually work still? <laughs> so in a fast car, you're hyper fixated on getting on throttle as soon as possible. Like even if that means scrubbing off a little bit of speed. Right. Like in the modern McLarens, min speed really doesn't mean much. As long as you can point the car out, get on throttle earlier than you would have normally. A fit, it's like swapped. You don't think how much 
how soon can I get on throttle? You think how late can I brake? Right. Or how like how much speed can I carry? How into long the corner? can I? Because like the only time you're really accelerating is like mid straightaway. It doesn't have anything out of the corner. Yeah, like exactly. I just want to keep this it can, as long as I can. If you get the car to rotate yeah. in a in a clean manner, you can get yeah. on throttle and carry the speed, yeah, but yeah. won't gain it mid corner. You got to obviously keep your mid speed high. Uh, but yeah, it's you, like chess, and that's what yeah. I really like about slow you wanna, cars. You want to only break as much as you can, as need to, for as short of a distance as possible. And, yeah. Um, and if the ABS works really good, like those cars are really good. Yeah. In a braking zone, like Char- the back end dances a little bit. Char- if, <laughs> do you have race pads in the back of the? Uh, not on not on these. Race ones. drums. Yeah, race drums. Race drums. Um, Charlie, <laughs> it's true. That's I, the thing. <laughs> I dropped the the rebound a bunch so that I keep the back end on the ground. Okay. Uh, and it feels faster out here. So okay. I got the rebound. Science. Like, I got the rebound like five clicks off of. Uh, soft so that it can actually like do you know what the spring rates are in that car? I, mean, I don't know if fortune auto sent us coil they're cut for. okay well then they're not they're cut. Not. they're <laughs> real they're better than these cars are better than mine uh, but charlie was like if fortune auto did i'm sure they're, they're, they're i think they're stuff. just like just o- turn shelf, on a dime so, yeah. and oversteer like yeah it feels, a pretty, good. It feels pretty good okay ours um, is set to death but we've we've we don't have that because <laughs> we're, we're dealing with traction control things right now yes. still yeah uh, but charlie was like man that thing throws fire off the brake pads at because it was kind of dusk when we were doing it yeah it was kind of fun, like shooting sparks off. Well, they heat. get hot because there's not a lot of heat, like yeah. capacity in yeah. those tiny rotors. They're pretty so, small, yeah. but they don't have to do much. So yeah. they actually work. It's like a, t- I think it's a 10.2 or a 9.6 inch rotor. It's basically old Honda Civic stuff yep. on like a little tiny minivan. So. Exactly. Yeah. And I think you use the brakes three times here? Mainly One, right there. Two, three. Like you use it going off of the banking and then you touch it entering the oval here. You tap it here and that's about it. Yeah, not sure. much, little bit, bunch. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. I, I did a few laps in my sim rig okay. uh, of this in a fit. Yep. And uh, it was fun. Yeah. Different. Different bunch, line. Bunch of braking, and then you've got a pretty decent straightaway when you enter the road course. And when you start the inside roval uh, right-hander, there's like a like a lean on it, but then you're basically right back on it. Uh, yep. And then I was I got it to the point where I would, like, maintenance brake in a couple of spots, and then the car was, like trying to fix itself and it was like fine so like it was breaking a little in a couple spots mm-hmm. um tpms tpms sensors you got yeah you get that fixed we blew it that, dude that we blew should, it uh, that's just yeah, all the issue it was pretty cool though i really enjoyed it kind uh, of a fun car out there not car. not entertaining at all yeah <laughs> so um back to so we kind of got sidetracked as we do yeah we talked about how it's lap. been a really long day but i want to go back yeah. to the livery on right. the, the yeah. fit so i raced i do a lot of sim racing did a lot of i racing and the uh, Jason created that lap in iRacing, yep. and then we just basically form-fitted it to first my helmet. Okay. So my helmet is a matching livery to the Fit, which is hilarious. It's pretty dumb. I was like, <laughs> I <love laughs> to that. put that on a on a Honda Fit, that's kind of dumb. That I choose not, to match the livery. Not saying I don't have respect for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of stupid. I love so, stupid stuff. Very loud, very obnoxious. Yep. It's the best-looking slow car out here, I think. It does look pretty good. It's a little too pretty. We need I'd to hit some. I yeah. bet it would things. be cooler if it had Lambo doors. Ooh. Did you see the group chat today? Uh-oh. Somebody in the Fit group chat. We have a Sunday Cup group chat, which you might need to be added to I, now. I think I do. Um, and somebody put a, a sales link to Fit Jazz front Lambo doors used. <laughs> so I've been thinking about it. My wife would kill me if if both of my race cars had Lambo doors. My GLTC cars I, I think Lambo it works doors. Out for you, though. I think it's actually within your They're kind of a hassle, really. <laughs> I don't know. I've, n- I've never owned a car with Lambo doors. They're dope in a GLTC car. I've never had the pleasure. Uh, they're really cool in a GLTC car. But, like, if I was going to the grocery store, I'd be like, bang your head on it. You're like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. 
I can't say I actually want to live with them. Like in a, I have to go to Walgreens to well, buy tampons for my guy, wife. You know, you're in no mood to talk. Right? Yeah, this you was ages ago, but I remember that uh, the Benz yeah. for Gears and Gasoline did oh, a video yeah. to talk about like. Uh, what's a good track car to have? It was an Autobahn two years ago. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of years My ago. My car had a supercharged setup on it, so it and was And you were ago. talking about Hondas and like how they have like a really immature crowd. He was doing this interview on camera. With my like pretty serious DLTC car. Right. And then, uh, and then he, I the he opens the lamp. <laughs> totally understand. I did it on purpose. Like, I know, but it's funny. Purpose. And then like the comments were like, dude talks about the immaturity of Honda Civic, pops Lambo doors. <laughs> Typical. <That's awesome. laughs> Perfect. Like 300,000 people watch me do that dumb shit. <laughs> well, communities are kind of like where it's at. And I feel like the Honda community yeah. is special. Um, uh, coming from the Corvette good community. And and I've had time yeah. in the Corvette community and Viper community. Yeah. Those different. are special. Different. Very different. Different. Very different. <laughs> uh, and I came yeah. back to Honda. So I think uh, something so to be said about that. Part of the reason that I did Lambo Doors was my buddy Adam from 1010's podcast talked about how dope Lambo Doors were. And I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> Because he had him like on his Cavalier with sound system in like high school, listening to the listening to their podcast working my car, and I like sat down like I wonder if there's any Lambo doors from my car on eBay right now, 125 bucks or 190 bucks or That's whatever. All? Yeah, they're used, used hinges, okay. and these what things are made like 800 dollars. Oh, all right, uh, all right. and they were in Vegas. Uh, they were actually off of the demo car that was in SEMA for Vertical Doors Incorporated in like the late 90s. It was off of CRX. History. <laughs> History, you <laughs> stupid history. Hey, stupid history is history. Not vintage, <laughs> not cool. Um, I bought them from them, but they were used. And they're like they were sub two hundred dollars shipped, and I, I bought them and I texted Adam and I said, "Don't tell anybody." <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I bought them was um, GLTC was start. That was like when GLTC was starting to get really serious, and I, th- I was like, "How do I take like the serious down and make it silly?" And I, I was so stoked the first time I could pull into grid. And be like, pop the door up, and I was like, ha! <laughs> and it really did work for a bit. You it know, you pull well in a race car, you pull in a grid, and you pop the doors, and I was like, oh, that's dumb. It's dumb. That's like, fun. That's I love it. Fun. Yeah, I like the dumb fun thing. So that was really the the intention was to make it was to take the seriousness down in grid a little bit. How'd that go? I mean, it's still Success? serious. No. At the moment, it worked pretty well. I just don't race very much. So yeah, so I like Lambo doors, but. Anyway, hot so lap. is there going to be a multiplier in the Lambo doors next year? Uh, I don't think Lambo so. doors one percent. No, uh, they actually add weight. weight. They're, the, they're the heaviest. Really? Ones. They're the heaviest hinges. Ever. Each hinge is like thirty-five pounds. I was just going to ask. Stupid. <laughs> it's a giant quarter-inch, three-eighths-inch steel all welded together in a triangle. Uh, big old shock things. Handy. It's stupid. Um, and they, I had to like trim the inside of the fender lip to like fit because I think this this big old scissor door hinge has to have like articulation and stuff. It's, right, no, it makes sense. It's kind of dumb. I mean, I'm glad it was engineered They properly. probably added 40 pounds to the car. That's how heavy they were. So. It's commitment to we the also craft. have We have a car here with Lambo doors running GLTC tomorrow. Okay, which one? Yeah. The, the blue, the, BR, the BRE livery 350Z. Okay. So, Robbie? No. Yeah, Robbie's got Sick. Him. Copycat. <laughs> <laughs> he knows He's it. Carrying the torch, really. Yeah, he knows yeah, it. In your own grid, so yeah, he knows that. Thank you, Robbie, for carrying the torch. We need somebody to carry the torch. I expect both doors popped when you pull into grid, please. So he's gonna get those instructions from me tomorrow. Both doors pop when you pull into grid. You gotta <laughs> have it, dude. I want to pop as you pr- approach grid, so the fast guys can see. <laughs> um, so what's on grid? So on grid is a. We have a huge California listenership, so they probably know. But they know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a you know they're. 
primarily in NorCal. They run a lot of Thunderhill, Buttonhill, okay. and they, they go south probably half the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with them for a few of their grassroots time attacks, Super GT Cup, mm-hmm. uh, Andre Shootout, all that stuff. Very lax, chill, American time attack, Super GT Cup. Okay. And then Shootout's kind of everything. Shout out to Matt Busby at Thunderhill. Yeah. Our buddy from NCM is moving there for, to be the track manager. Oh, I did see that. Is he yep. track manager? Yeah, oh, I think wow. so. Or or VP, I forget. Something I don't like know. That. Something big. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Already Congrats. texting him about dates. Um, he, he wants us to come. So. so on grid actually reminds me a lot of you guys in the fact that they like the Lambo doors, for instance. Okay. They would be the kind of people that do that. They're into that. They're yeah. into fun, relax, yeah. chill. Dumb shit. Vibe. Yes, sure, for lack of a better word. I mean, we shipped a Honda Fit out here. That's pretty wild. So, like, and not you only You could have driven it. it. Nick Stenifer drives his shit everywhere. He does. I know. He did, he does. It's a time investment, I think, at a certain point. It you is. Know, like, we can, it's like t- 18 hours for you, probably, right? 16, 18 hours? Yeah, yeah. about. And the Fit uh, isn't particularly comfortable to drive on the street when you have it properly set up. That's The rear end is very, very stiff. Yeah. And yeah. you cringe when you see a bump on the highway. Yeah, that sure. bump, I'm, I'm slightly terrified of it tomorrow. The bump right out here. Yeah, it's that way. You're, you're I know it's out here somewhere. I bet the back way end worse jump. at the bottom. Well, that's where you gotta be in the. But fit. the bottom's the fast line. Yeah, exactly. Dude, the bottom is five car lengths. So Charlie was way up high, uh-huh. and I was like, "That's dumb." And I went way down low, and I was two cars back, and I was three cars in front approaching. Yeah, I mean, it's literally it's science. It's, it's five science. car lengths. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. Um, so. Twice as aggressive of a bump at the bottom. <laughs> We're talking like helmet visor comes down, traction control kicks on for a second. Rad. Well, I don't have that, so let's yeah. go. Let's Your helmet visor will uh, pop down, though. It works out. Yeah. Um, helmet visor closes down, open the helmet visor up again. So the two owners of OnGrid and I got together. So that is my old fit. Okay. I actually sold it to them. Oh, really? Yeah. It was when uh, I was trying to start my business and doing... Uh, Couple other things. Sold the Corvette. Sold that. You sold the Corvette. Sold that. I did. I know that. Sold the Corvette for thirteen thousand more than I paid for it. Ooh. And uh, post-pandemic silliness. Thirty-five something track days on it. That's a lot. And I think did what I wanted to do with it is show what a mildly modified mm-hmm. car on stock shocks is capable of. Right. Like a new modern car. It's yeah, they're fast. Very Just fast. like the new uh, the new and Supras are crazy re- fast. Oh my god. It was a C7, right? It was a C7 yeah. Grand Sport. Yep. Yeah. Um, the new Supras are just insane. Um, yeah, I actually really didn't dumb. expect them to be that fast. I don't think anybody did. Yeah. I don't think anybody did. Uh, so the two owners of OnGrid and I got together. So I sold that to them in the deal that we would continue the sharing the fit with people, let right. them drive it, record it. You know, I can make content with it. We'll do stupid shit with it, mm-hmm. as you so eloquently put it. And well, one of the stupid shit is we'll ship it to a Grid Life event. It's really safe, fun, stupid shit that brings people into the sport. It's, it's not even yeah. so. I'm in the sport. We no, I know. The three of us couldn't be more in yeah. the sport. Yeah. But I still find joy in driving it. Right. Um, and I think it might be like the data nerd in me. We also we talk relations. we talk a lot about data. this in in Sunday Cup uh, that it is it's like a great retirement home for when you burn <laughs> yourself out on your sequential S2000 uh-huh. that explodes engines <laughs> and you're like, man, I'm just gonna drive the fit for a year because man, that credit card bill is it, it, it helps. She's kicking and slapping. Well, dude. Even, That's a big one. Even something so unattainable like shipping a car to an away time attack event becomes yeah. a more affordable when you split it right. three people and then you can, uh, we just had a normal shipping company do it because it's not a time attack car. Right. It's just a car. We on a normal thing. Right. We put tires in it and everything we needed. Yeah, it's a minivan. Here. You can fill it. F- put everything inside of it. Yeah. What's it the was, rate to ship a fit? I think I didn't pay for it, so but I think it's around 1200 bucks. Yeah, I think it was 1K exactly. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. I, I heard there was a COD. So there's like, like a mix-up. And, oh, and yeah. the, the guy that was unloading is like, I just worked. 
I just work at the racetrack, and I'm paying for this. <laughs> yeah, they dropped it off, and I guess the wiring, there wasn't any wiring information on grid to right. pay them, and they were like, where's our money? They're like, we don't know how to pay you. Yeah. And there was that whole thing. So but they made it COD. It's good. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. They didn't take it back. Yeah, so. they wouldn't have dropped it off. No, fine. no, the dude left. So. Yeah, so we're... Not bad to... I mean, if you're going halfway across the country and you don't have the if time to drive If you're not spending it, that much in gas. He'd spend more than that towing it here with a, anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Honestly. Yeah. And time, too. Like, the time yeah. is a two-hour flight for me, so it's not even that If it makes deal. it a doable thing, like... It's worth it. Yeah. I and think uh, Alex Moss once said in that same video, the best track car is the one that you can take to the track all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You can do so that with those. buy what you can afford, not what you can stretch. It's, it's not even... Like, it's not even an affordability thing, personally. It's knowing the value of a dollar. So, like, let's say you can afford to r- drive a C6, C7 C mm-hmm. GS, which is astronomically more expensive to run. Right. There's just a certain thing where you just value money too much to just throw it away at a yeah. thousand bucks a weekend in tires or even more, depending on how often I drive. Yep. So, that, like you said, is a nice, like, break from that. Yeah. And I feel like that. It might could be, be the retirement summer when something yeah, explodes you just need a little bit yeah just you know yeah. recoup and you can also go to Walgreens and well, buy you your wife's just like <laughs> do what Joel did with his S2 and he's like man time attacks for the birds taking like, this turbo off of this thing and he yeah, took Joel, all the stuff Joel off Morrison and now he had, had a wild car uh-huh. wild time attack car right and it just got to be a lot I, I can I can sympathize and now it's just an NA car I can't imagine doing what I do with the yellow car without the support right. of Rockstar Garage it's so hard Torco like a lot of the companies that helped me make that car possible right because it wouldn't be it doesn't make any sense it would wear you out um, I did buy another S2000 I don't know yeah. if you guys knew that don't I didn't that. bring it up that's a new new thing okay so I bought a CR okay uh, pretty pretty decent one uh, never in an accident black uh, Berlina Black 60,000 miles mm-hmm because I wanted to go back to the basics type of thing. Okay. And I just think that as a street car is one of the best. It's 100% stock. Right. I even bought new, fresh OEM shocks really? for the CR from Honda. Yep. For the last sets, I think. And threw it on there. And yeah. then my goal is to like refresh it yeah. and track it exactly stock as Honda yeah. intended. Didn't and Alex Moss have one of those hidden too? He does have. Wild. Has His has... His has the dash signed by Takuma Sato. <laughs> That's dumb. I love that. <laughs> oh, cars are dumb. It's really fun. Um, yeah, those are really good cars out of the box, too, though. They, they really are. And How many uh, years do they do the CR? Two? Three? One. Only one? They only need 699. I thought they did that for a couple of years. The No. The oh, day that's after. Cool. That makes it even cooler. It's pretty neat. Uh, yeah. The day after I bought mine, that yellow one sold on Bring a Trailer for two hundred. We know, no way. We yes know way. the buyer. Do we? Really? You do know we the buyer. Do the who, who bought it? Robert's dad. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that was nice to know okay. that that happened right after I bought it. Was it. Yellow, Timing right? Was nice. Yeah. Yellow. I saw it in one. Like hundred miles on. I saw it in Robert's video from NJMP. He released a video like a week ago. Mm-hmm. It's in the the garage. Yeah, I've seen I've seen, I've seen that video. Right by the GT2 RS Club Sport. That's over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, so silly. I didn't know you bought that. I, I can't see 200000 for it yeah. as an owner of a CR, but it I It ain't going down in value. Yeah, it's I more think. fun than an IRA, so, dude. <laughs> uh, the interesting thing I think about S2000s in general is I'm, I, I don't want to state the obvious, but here's why I think this is obvious. Uh, S2000 values will go up from now they have been. indefinitely. The reason they will is because 
a lot of them get tracked and the number of S2000s on the planet goes down every single grid life event. Probably every single, every single freaking weekend. Yeah. Somebody throws one in the garbage. And so, like, yeah. they they made a bunch of them, but there's going to be less tomorrow. We haven't lost that many. We've lost a couple, though. Well, and that style of car is gone. Yeah. The high-revving NA cars. And it was right dead. right at the end of it, too. Like, yeah. right where you could still modify those things. They were they were affordable. They got cheap for a while. Yeah. I remember when, like, a decent one was, like, 8500 bucks in Chicago. So it's like a twenty-two thousand dollars. I've also rusty. said on yeah. the show, and I'll repeat it to anyone who's new. I think the like the holy grail high water mark for track rack cars, generation wise, two thousand five, two thousand six, maybe yeah. seven, maybe everything pre uh, stability and pre TPMS, right. like right there at that cutoff is a car that you can track from now until forever. Things are complicated, and nothing that. is yeah. complicated. And there will be right. some really, really good fast cars, and there still are like. A, like a new Civic Type R, et cetera. There's some really Supra. good cars that can, yeah, Supra. But not simple. A bunch of new Corvettes are really good. Yep. But that stuff is so much more complicated and so much more, uh, it drives itself a lot more. It does a lot of the things. So like, my concern about raw. those cars is an E46 M3, Love for it. an example, uh-huh. is going to have a service life on a track that is probably measured in decades. <laughs> and I can't say that be, for yeah. sure about a new Supra. You got a weld in. From the factory, they are very, very fast. Might be surprised on the long term. Maybe. Jackie's has been stunning stunning and reliable now, but when it breaks, it's going to be hard to probably fix because it's going to be a short and a wire and a. He has a specialized, like, snap on scan tool for it. Like, he has support. It's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Versus just like, I mean, yeah, it's it's a car. You just do the car stuff. What do you think? You've driven a lot of stuff. What do you think about the raw versus, like, the raw quote unquote driver's car, like a Miata that's better, like a newer S two thousand. PCR maybe. That's Fourth a thing. Gen. Yeah, that's I mean that's just a that's it's just a bigger definition. It's a it's a hundred percent bigger Miata. I mean uh, that's a very that's way that's term, way faster. Too. But yeah, it's a long wheelbase, so I feel just like everything went up and up. Everyone so. talks about how sketchy it is. It really isn't that hard to. It drive. didn't feel that sketchy. It just it felt fast. Really fast. Not familiar with. Really um, fast, but to add to going back, and you said the newer cars kind of drive themselves. Well, they they One could, but big yeah. difference that I don't think enough track organizers, time attack people, or even NASA like penalize is torque vectoring diffs. Oh yeah, it is huge. Interesting, like that C7 the Super has it. I can get yep. on throttle so early, and yeah, I get a little bit of slipping on exit, but it figures so much out where like a torsion diff mm-hmm. in the Viper or even my RCF just isn't. The capable of that or an S2000. Yeah, interesting. It's a big difference on exit. You just feel like the whole rear end sliding on a, like a torsion or a super tall yeah. dip. E dip, it feels like it's catching itself. Yeah. You'll get that slip, so you look like a hero, but like yeah. I have a couple full lock. So is that why Jackie looks like a hero all the time? Jackie's pretty good. Jackie Jackie's very good. Does look like a hero a lot. Jackie's very good. Uh, but my point being is that. Did you listen to our show? That he thing. did uh, GTA at NJMP and then drove to Mid Ohio. I did. He drove yeah, the Supra to, to Mid Ohio. dumb. That's what it's all about, though. I didn't know that. that. I never thought about those torque vectoring diffs much. It's a it's a big advantage in my humble opinion. Maybe in a car and that's good. And the more good. power and the more power you have, yeah, the yeah. more bigger deal it is. Okay. So interesting. And you can't really retrofit that into older cars. No, it'd be hard. So you'd have to have like a standalone controller for it. Oh, it'd be so. And it would have to take in yaw and throttle and blah blah blah, all the things. Yeah. If you go back and watch a lot of my C7 videos, you can tell you can see it working now. I didn't even know this had those. They do. Interesting. I don't know anything about new cars. They're. uh, It's a remarkable. I know I'm afraid of some of the braking systems and stability control systems and some of the 
more about They all need to go off. Let me tell you that right I'm, now. I'm but afraid of of like what they'll do with you know what people call ice mode or whatever. I've never experienced what? that, and I've I have We've had once. two large crashes, both involving new Camaros. brand new Camaros. Oh. <laughs> I said it, brand new Camaros. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, where they literally and it was ice mode, where it just they get just got hard. they basically get a what feels like a failure across the. Both of them have been. It would have been a failure of what feels like dry, uh, passenger front, driver rear, because it's like a, a cross X system basically. Yeah. And then the car will turn hard right, um, with minimal braking because the pedal basically feels like it's not doing anything. Right. Uh, they get a failure there, and then it will pull it hard right. Uh, because the driver is trying to make it do something, right. uh, and both times it has crashed into something else because they've been in close quarters. Or one time, car went across the track and then basically ramp up into another car. Um, yeah, it was terrible. So I've never experienced that. Or even known I think it was that direction, but yeah. it's like a cross failure uh, of it. Yeah, it was ten at Gingerman. Yep, and it was turn one at Autobahn. Yes. The. Uh, New stability control systems in a lot of these new cars that everyone mm-hmm. says leave on, you'll be faster. False. No. Yeah. I've done testing the C7, which is arguably one of the best yeah. around. Uh, two seconds slow around button roll out with it on. Really? It doesn't allow for that mid corner adjustment that really fast okay. or good car control drivers kind of tend to be used to, so it limits you there. Okay. So you have to try change driving style. Uh, any McLaren, high level McLaren, it cuts so much power on exit. It actually it feels like it's connected to your wheel. So when you turn the wheel hmm. to the right, as you unwind the steering wheel, it gently gives it more yeah. power, and that all has to be off if you want to go fast. Interesting. Again, like a lot. And you also have to know how to steer it and drive it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And it's better for ninety nine percent of people. Yeah. But uh, the few times I've been lucky enough to drive one of those cars, right. I'm audibly going, "Come on, come on!" Because right, right. I want it to give it just power. Just like me with the fit when the stability it. control. Ex- oh, same exact. <laughs> just like it. Same exact thing. Just like that. Same exact thing. Coming out of the banking, the stability control was like, "We're gonna roll over," <laughs> and it would like pull it, and then I'd be like, "We're not rolling if over." If it had OnStar, I'd be calling the police. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the light goes off, and we're not rolled over. Have you, so. have you seen? So the new iPhone just came out, yeah. like two days ago, right? And exactly. it has this new alert where if you experience so many G forces, mm-hmm. it automatically calls the police. Really? I have a feeling. Oh, you can turn it off, I'm sure. Wow, that's a I have a, a feeling weird one. that we're going to soon have that problem. the new fancy iPhone the come up on a bank, experience two and a half G peak, yeah. and they'll be like, you are, you have been in an accident. The cops show we up. We are calling the police. Do you need assistance? I have a feeling that's going to happen. We had uh, yesterday, there was, we were st- still like loading stuff in. There's nobody here. And the fire department comes roaring in with lights blaring. And they're like, where's the car on fire? And I'm like, <laughs> it was right on the highway right over there uh-huh. uh, and they couldn't see it I don't know where it was but we're like there's no cars they on track just cause they assumed? yeah there's no cars on fire here <laughs> yeah, when, when they show up and they don't know where they're going it was weird yeah, yeah. that means that that car burned down I think that car might have burned down I'm not sure where yeah, it was but they were in the wrong we spot we went to the wrong place I was place. a betting man they, I, I bet it that it's doesn't gone. bode well for it's, it's existence now. still but if a car catches fire really like Unless it's a race car. At some point, what do you Street fix? Car, just let it do its thing. What do you fix and what do you call an insurance Hey, plan? Adam, did you uh, did you repair your RV? Um, Not completely. New RVs. Do you not have the RV? It's here. Today? Have it. It's over there. Okay. I drove it here. We talked about it on the show. that You, you released that show? Yes. Last um, night. And I got to 
Colby, Kansas, and I'm filling up with gas or fuel, and I'm like, well, that's water falling out of the engine bay. Well, that's not where the water should fall out. It's got it's a diesel pusher. It's got an inch radiator in the front though, which is rare for those. Oh, because so normally it's got, they have the which means it's got like, like ten like miles of like radiator. Like a Porsche, pipe. you know, it yeah. has that heat extractor. Except for it's got two and a half inch coolant pipes for like thirty five feet. The whole way. So how so, big is that coolant system? My brother was like, it's between twenty five and forty gallons. We're not really <laughs> sure because uh, it like <laughs> necks down and comes up and stuff. Yeah, no. Um, and uh, so I wasn't worried about it running out. It wasn't running hot or anything. And and it was a pipe on top of the engine. We had all of the Gridlife merch that got produced last minute. Like, a bunch of stuff got delayed. Sidebushed. Stopped in Joliet. <laughs> That's the sticker guy. I know. <laughs> we stopped in Joliet, <laughs> and we filled. Literally, my bed is full of merch. It's next to it. I did pull all of it out. And the whole, like, I got a video. I should show you the video. It's The whole bus is full. We couldn't have put more than two people on this bus. Um, I had to move everything. It's daybreak on Wednesday. So I'm tired. It's driven all night. Slept for, like, two hours. Uh, lift the bed up. And it's a coolant hose that's it's like a two and three ace inside diameter coupler. And it had just formed a little pinhole, pinhole. in the bottom of it. That's getting kind of soft. But I had some self-sealing silicone tape. Flex seal. Got that thing all sealed up. <laughs> and the pipes were inside the, the coupler enough uh-huh. to where I could feel that there was half an inch inside of my clamps. And I just put another clamp on it, clamped right over the stupid part. Uh-huh. I think it'll, and it was fine for another four hours. I think it'll be fine to go home and stuff, but um, it was fine for another six hours, actually. And this is its current state. It right now it's fine. Yes. Okay, right now it's fine, but you have yes. that flex seal. Wrap that DIY. self-sealing tape yeah, around there. It's and probably then, fine. And yeah, the, the two pipes were inside the coupler a bunch, so I just put another clamp inside the current clamps, sealing over the leak. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't really my favorite If there's thing. something to know about Adam is that he... He, though he might believe in the value of preventative maintenance, doesn't have time for it. You, you don't man. just go around changing couplers yeah. that feel fine. Running. Those things have service lives. They do. Yeah, well, that also, one had a like, service life. No one's replacing uh, Porsche uprights, and you're supposed to every like six thousand track miles. Yeah, probably not. They're like ten thousand dollars per like axle. Um, it's an easy. It was. It's an easy, pl- easy thing to get to. I'm just gonna go around and just start changing all the couplers though when I yeah, get man, back. Yeah, man. It's what like. Well, now twenty five year old rubber. Yeah. Thirty. cycled. Thirty one year old rubber. <laughs> How many miles are on it? I'm Unknown. Sure. Unknown. When I got it, it had like eighty, and the odometer wasn't working, so okay. it's probably like 120 something like that. Okay. But it's just a lot of years, you know. Yeah. So, I did have my first RV experience. Yeah. I rented an RV. They're they're cool. I rented a Thor uh, Super C here. No, this well, no, in California, okay. Thunderhill. Okay. So we went out and did it. Everything broke. Water was coming out of weird places. Really terrible experience. It's a okay. good experience. I will not be buying a Thor. I yeah. Can tell you Don't that. buy a Thor. <laughs> it was a rental, so I'm sure. Can it I interest you in a 33 year old uh, Freightliner chassis? Is that the one that has the flex seal? I mean, and the 25 year old. Stop flex seal. It's self sealing silicone tape. I uh, I had a beautiful 20 year old 40 foot diesel pusher. Uh, 15 year old. For, uh, it was a 2004. Oh, I thought it was a seven. Um, Houghton's is a seven. I had it for a year. Yeah. I don't regret having it, but I no longer have it. Do not have it anymore. Do not have it. And with the money that I save on not owning it, I'm going to go to Europe every single year. That's well, yeah. You, you and I live a diff- We lived a different RV life. You, for a couple of years, lived my RV life. Correct. Just with well, a smaller, I lived, shittier. I version. lived literally in your RV for a couple of years. <laughs> no. But you also had the old Ford Econoline front end, etc. Uh, That's a big RV, though. 
I yeah. feel like his that's, was that's a, that's a big RV. Yeah, I feel like there's a sweet spot, right? And yours is a 33, you said? 30, 38. His 38. Was a, yours is okay. a 40, 45? Mine was a proper 40. Yeah. I feel a like 30-ish is like yeah. really good. 30's pretty good. And there's a couple like really fancy like Renegades that have yeah. like seemenly the perfect space yeah. if you don't have a ton of kids. Renegades we, are pretty cool, too, because the, the semi-truck uh, shop will work on them. Yeah. Because you can okay. just flip the I thing up, and it's a semi-truck. No way. People, semi-truck shops do not like working on diesel pushers. Because it's like all Can't not, get to anything. It's not where they want to work. Yeah. <laughs> they just usually that. won't. Yeah. I did the uh, the math on the square footage inside my RV with yep. all the slides out. And? To the best of my calculation, it's about 450 square feet. My first which house. Which is a pretty large apartment depending on where you live. My first house was sub 500. Yeah. Yeah. Same size. Well, um, I think we did a show. I'm getting tired. I think so. 50 yeah, minutes. It, it has been a really long day. Yes, for, for starters, I got to go formulate a plan with Cohen about drift grid. So tomorrow morning, I have done. to make run groups. You do, and the process for making run groups in advance is with uh, mediocre to poor quality information. I have to make a best judgment about where I think cars go in a run order. Yeah, super mm-hmm. fun. And oh, we've, yeah, we've kind of done that. Then done that what before. this mm-hmm. uh, means is that if a driver hasn't registered yet or transferred a ticket Checked or in. did something, yeah. they're like, "Hey, man, I'm not on the list. Where do I go?" And I've been like, "I don't know. Go to the back of C." Yeah. How many run groups tomorrow? Four. Four. Okay, to start. Yeah, let's do four. Okay. We have a strong hour. Um, you guys so. have a busy day. I have to try and not embarrass myself in a Honda Fit. You'll be fine. Tomorrow's my day to drive. Don't worry about it. Uh, Mario stretch. If Saturday. you drive as good as you can possibly drive, you're still going to be in Group D. Yeah. Oh, no. The Fit? Yeah. I used to have to not, not because... I got sick of traffic in the C7, so I bought a Fit and became the you traffic. You might get to the bottom of C. Maybe. Mm. I'm not saying you can't be in C. I'm just saying oh, if you were to make it to C... It's likely you won't, though. It would be Is an that issue. where Sunday Cup lives? Usually in, those, in D. In the yeah. D or C? We've had a Do few of them make it to see. No. No. Everything's fastest like to slowest. Uh, and we just basically chop it into four run groups. Are those open passing? Yep. Open okay. pass. Same as we've done before. Okay. You've done well, it. Well, I've never done a fit with you guys, so. Oh. So it's do. still time to It's attack. the same deal. Same rules. They're just Ooh, slower. Are we going to talk about this on the very end? You can't just say that at the very it's end. It's still time attack. I 100% agree. Open pass. So Alex oh, Mo- oh, Alex oh, Moss. 100% agree. What do you think about the real time attack? Alex Moss. Hold on. Alex Moss made a fair critique on why it is different it is still respectable yeah but it is not time attack and the reason it is not time attack is time attack doesn't care about what the outcome is it says here are the rules do whatever you want Mm -hmm. go as fast as you can possibly go sunday cup right now says you can only be this power to wait it limits what the outcome is not what you can do. But okay. by that definition, only unlimited time attack is truly time attack. No. Yeah. Sort of. N- not not exactly. Not because, it is. But, you know, uh, so. For it, example, Alex's car, there was no rule that disallowed a DCT swap into a car. It had to be an OEM based. But there's aero rules. OEM based transmission. Sure. There's aero restrictions. So here's, here's my take on it as the lead organizer of <laughs> the biggest time attack group in the country. If. The people hosting the event call it a time attack event, and it's one of their classes. Guess what? It's a time attack car. (laughs) Yeah, my like my take is, hey, Abe and I say so. It's time attack car. So my take is, so among all that drama, they released that video 
uh, explaining what they thought was Heim Attack, which I yeah. love, like the conversation and, yeah. and all of this is yeah. great. Um, <laughs> every time they talk to a person, they say, what I think about Time Attack is becoming a better driver. You're, time, you're, you're racing the clock. You're right. trying to be, get every single little thing out of the car. How can you not, that literally everything you're saying, we do in the fits. Yeah. Yes. Every but he, in this bit. case, Alex was saying, because of the difference in what the rule says, one is time trial and one is time attack. Mm, I don't think so. We don't call it time trials. I know. Therefore, it, be, not time trial. I mean, basically, I'm just kind of saying, well, it's time attack because I said so. And yes, I realize that's so, arrogant, but it really is the rule. Did you guys <laughs> know that in NASA, Arizona... Yep. They have time trial and time attack. No, I didn't know that. And their time attack is actually their entry level. Oh. That's the slower people. And the time trial is above it. So it goes back to whatever the organizer says really sort of defines it. Yeah, sort of is. We could just call and it all time trial. No, we, we don't want to do that. But we just never have, so we won't. So I mean, we, we could make the fits more unreliable. Maybe that'll make it's them true. more like we time attack cards. So, a bunch of blowers uh, on them. Time attack, I think, <laughs> largely is... Taking your exotic race car to a track that you've never been to so that it can sit on jack stands and you can work on it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Time Attack was for a long time. It's my worst fear. That's what it was that for a long time. That is Time Attack. No. It's, I, I personally think, now. though, if, uh, if you call it a Time Attack event, it's probably a Time Attack car. And I don't care if you got 10 cars in grid or if you got 100, if you host two events or if you host 20. I think if you call it Time Attack, it's probably Time Attack. And if you don't, well, it's whatever you call it. And I don't care about the whole spirit of the thing or, like, all this, oh, it's got to have this or that. Nah, I don't, call I don't think so. I think they're wrong. And this is how we get more people into the sport. Well, yeah. I mean, Honestly. It, it, if you have a bunch of unobtainable cars with giant wings that are, like, cars that people aspire to, nobody really aspires to a Sunday Cup car until they've really had one of those other cars, too. <laughs> so, it's true. Um, but... <laughs> the and like I saw for years, I saw the craziness. I've seen it. For, I've seen the craziest time attack cars on the continent. Just about. Um, there's only a few crazier things at WTAC, right? Like, yeah. maybe we've seen the craziest stuff. We've seen it at dozens of racetracks. Uh, I don't aspire to do that, but I aspire to do this. Like, yeah, and I do, and I will, and I think it's awesome, and I think it's time attack, and because I say so, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's pretty definitive. Yep, I think that, says, I think we solved it right there. <laughs> Adam there it says, yep. "There it is." Anyway. Well, I'm glad we brought that up. I was afraid to, yeah, because well, I was a big proponent on the. We really never talked. Attack. We haven't talked about it much. No, Great. you haven't. I've been listening to podcasts. Yeah. Can't see from far answer. away. Is that Graham Gaylord? That is. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? All right. Hi. Well, I need uh, I need to go do a drift. You got meeting. work to do. I have and, to do uh, work. I need to go to sleep. Yeah, man. I've been traveling for a while. Oh, thank you guys so much. Who you got to plug? What an honor. Who are your Who are your dudes? Who are your people? Oh, my God. So Rockstar Garage supports the Yellow Time Attack car. Torque yep. Oil, of course, supports me in the Viper. On Grid Track, great SoCal organization that I hope we'll be able to do more stuff with yeah. together. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Hotlap.io. Cool. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of it, please check it out. Lots of new things mm -hmm. are being revived into it, including a competitive Sunday Cup car Ooh. that we will be posting and doing a lot more stuff with. Talk about it, man. Let's do it. Hey, so. do you have a slip angle shirt? I do not, but I actually wanted to do a hot lap shirt for you guys too. So maybe I didn't bring shirt any exchange. shirts, but I will mail you oh, one. Okay, all right, we can do that. Cool. Talk, you talk about shirts. You guys are the shirt people now. <laughs> it's your job. I get to decide what's time attack though. <laughs> 
Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Grid Life to say hello. Hi, Slip Angle listeners. This is Rob from Fields Auto Works and Fields Engineering. We're really excited to be supporting great content on Slip Angle, and we hope you'll find your way over to our social media pages to see some of the exciting work that we're doing. Fields Auto Works has Cardinal Coupes being delivered and Scioto Coupes in build for testing this summer, with more exciting models on the near horizon. If you're ready for supercar performance for under $70,000 or professional prototype speed for under $150,000, Stop by FieldsAutoWorks.com to see what we offer. At Fields Engineering, we have openings for major builds, arrive and drive customers, and medium to large engineering projects. We have capabilities ranging from whole composite body scratch builds to 3D scanning and printing to trackside support. We're also thrilled to be supporting regular guy racing with Colton Wade driving in GLTC and the exciting new Future Frontrunners initiative to promote women in club racing. As a Fields customer, you get the combined experience of IndyCar builders, IMSA veterans, aerospace engineers, and lifetime racers working on your next big endeavor. If that sounds like a team you're interested in working with every day, you can also contact us about our open shop positions. Find Fields Auto Works on social media and at fieldsautoworks.com, and find Fields Engineering on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening.